Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. You're Abby. Dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hi, Biffs. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Like your grandma. And not your gynecologist. Mine always told me what to do. But did you always listen? Yes. Really? <laughs> My gynecologist never told me what to do. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> And this is why there is a whole fucking stack of monostat in my linen closet. <laughs> Always listen to your gynecologist. Always listen to your gyno. Gyno knows best. Gyno knows best. Why isn't that like a cervical cancer? Why isn't that like a cervical <laughs> cancer awareness month? Like fucking slogan on all the commercials. Gyno knows best. Because it sounds like a chewable vitamins commercial. Or like gyno's best. Because no one would like that. No one would get that. Oh, guy knows best. Oh, right, right. right. Shit, no one would listen. No one would listen. Not even the guys. Not even the guys. <laughs> you know you'd get that one arrogant dick that's like, yeah, dude, guy knows best. Yeah, you and saw that like, thing online. Yeah, is this the commercial, you know, <laughs> with the lady with the coat? And is she's your, like, guy knows best. Is this your straight man in person? No, this is my stupid man impression. <laughs> oh, got it. Yeah. No, I don't have a straight man impression. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. I'm surrounded by gays. Uh, when you're wearing your baseball cap and a hoodie, then you, I think that's your straight man impersonation. As long as I don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Ray, that's Stephanie. If you, right? You're, okay, yeah, I did say that. Right. <laughs> I was like, did I say I'm Stephanie or Ray? Either or, I guess. I'm I'm Stephanie, that's Ray. One of us has hair and stuff. Whichever will respond to either. Literally. Yeah. Or just not respond at or, all. Hey, Biff. Right. Right? Mm. Welcome to be a Biff Media. And if you don't know, now you know, Biff. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Biff? Oh, I've had a rough t- probably two weeks. Mm-hmm. Although my mom came and surprised, visited me, sort of. Thing. I think you didn't need to add the past tense to surprise. <laughs> That's how I'm So we'll doing. just go with surprise visited. Surprised visit. Or your mom made a surprised visit. A su- surprise <laughs> sh- visit. Her eyebrows were up because she didn't know she was visiting. I do have my mother's eyebrows. <laughs> you do. <laughs> uh, so that was that was nice. Also, this morning, uh, my lovely toddler woke up a little bit extra early than Uh-oh. normal. I did not, however. <laughs> so when I did wake up, she was great. at the foot of my bed on the floor, and I heard her talking. And mind you, I was literally just waking up. So as I looked to my left, to like my open bedroom area, mm-hmm. and see her, and I was like, babe, where are you? And she peeked just like her nose, mm-hmm. like from her nose up at the foot of my bed. She peeked it up. She's like, here I am, mom. And I was like, oh, I was like, hi, babe. I was like, what are you doing? Like, how long have you been awake for? Like, what day is it? <laughs> Did and mommy fall asleep said, drunk on the couch right, again? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not accurate. No, it's not. <laughs> but yes. Um, and she goes, oh, I'm just, oh, what'd she say? She said something, and then she stood up, put her hands up, and she goes, mom, I'm just, I'm all peanut buttered up. <gasps> she Shut was sitting at the, the foot of my up. bed with the whole jar of peanut butter, <gasps> eating it with her whole hands. <laughs> her face her face and her hands were covered. Did she say, Mama Chich is so proud? <laughs> oh, I'm surprised she didn't. She said, Mama, I'm just all peanut buttered up. And so I just, that was the start of my morning. <laughs> Can you get a tan with peanut oil? I know. I'm sure you can. It's probably the best tan in your life. It's just going to look like a beard on But no one wants to smell like bird food, so they don't do it. Uh, I'd try it. I would, too. I use olive oil. It's true. Peanut butter smells better than olive oil. I don't know. Mm, Depends on the olive oil. I don't know. I I guess I'd I'd really like to base it off of the population that I'd like licking me while I'm wearing it. (laughs) 
depends on the olive oil. Right. And, and mine's usually from Italy. So, you know, I'm yeah. thinking of a nice Italian man. He wants to dip his bread in me, you know, like, it's all good. Yeah. And now we're, let's talk peanut butter. Dogs. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's end the end of that one. <laughs> Oh, it's been so long. It's so hot. It's so hot in here. Guys, it's 90 degrees. (sighs) Outside. Outside. And tomorrow it's gonna be 60. So seriously? Yeah, we're gonna do great in New England. We're like the Bermuda Triangle for weather. Literally. Yeah. Mother Nature doesn't know whether she's menstrual or she's pissed. She can't make up her mind. Is there a difference? Well, I mean, I feel like if she was menstrual, she'd eventually come to her senses and be like, I'm being a little unreasonable. But if she's just pissed, she's just gonna unleash her wrath. Like that? The fuck is that? Thunder. Really? Yeah. Sounds like people walking on the microphones. That was thunder. We're thundering. Welcome to the Thunderdome. And a lightning. (laughs) A little thunder, a little lightning. Anyways, how you doing, Beth? I don't fucking know anymore. Same. No, I've had it rough this week. Man, we're really on yeah, the same cycle. Like we really are. And like, it's my heavy flow day. And you know how I feel about that. That's why you wore purple on yeah. your heavy flow day? Yeah, I'm not I call bullshit. I'm just heavy flow. I'm always bloated. <laughs> I don't need a period. <laughs> I've just accepted it. I just whatever no i've had a i've had a rough week and I, I i don't know what it is i'm definitely in feeling like, like i'm in some sort of rut like i relaunched my baking business this week yay just super exciting and i did that as a result of watching a tv show where someone actualized their dream and the next day all i could think about was like they just made a decision you asshole <laughs> they just woke up and did it they just woke up and did it so why didn't you so i have been testing a coconut cream tartlet recipe this week oh my god yes and candied some limes this morning before i came here you're candying my lime right now i don't know what that means <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> i was hoping to gross you out but a can bit. you please not sell that candied lime to toddlers <laughs> oh my god i can't help it can you just do the wine already yeah <laughs> Let's stop the whining with some wine. <laughs> this, feels like a fucking Monday. It, it's actually, yesterday felt like Friday, and today it's, feels like Monday. Yeah. It's the weirdest. We're over it. Yeah. How about a thirteen ninety nine bottle? How about it? It's a a French wine. But all right, before I get shit for always picking French wine, I went through a spree when I was only picking French wine and kept them in my like basement. <laughs> <laughs> and this is from the basement. I didn't stop to get wine today. Basement wine. Yes, basement wine. It's been sitting in there at room temperature. It's Chateau Mon Contour. Oh. Vouvray. I love a good contour. Demi sec, which is, I'm going to say, semi dry because oh. sec is dry in Latin roots. Demi is half. Got it. Demi semi. Demi semi. Yeah. Sounds like semi lovato. I hope this wine gives me a demi semi. I hope it gives you the biggest semi. <laughs> this is a 2017. And the back, oh, it's a Chenin Blanc, 100%. I've, I don't know what a Chenin Blanc is. I'm sure we've had at least one on that Let's show. Let's Google it. We'll Google later. Dedication to tradition and skillful use of modern methods of vinification have achieved the delicate and fragrant wine, especially noted for its ripe fruit character, crisp acidity, and long finish. Flexible with all foods, me too. Chateau Mon Contour <laughs> is particularly pleasant with fish, poultry, white meat, seafood, mild blue cheese, and oriental dishes. Serve chilled. Product of France contains sulfites. <laughs> Oh, me too. Like every other wine. I think I contain sulfites. Chateau Moncontour. Drink responsibly. A Chenin Blanc is a white wine grape variety. Well, yeah. From something Valley of France. It's high acidity. Can you pronounce the valley, please? Loire Valley. Oh, sure. I was there this morning. 
Its high acidity means it can be used to make varieties from sparkling wines to well-balanced dessert wines. Oh, is that how they determine it? The acidity of the wine? I guess. Sure. Let's Cheers. pretend we care. Let's. Does it have good legs? Um, well, I mean, the stem on the wine glass looks good. True that. It's sweet it and sour. Half dry. It's like a sh- like a, a not dry champagne. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't hate it, though. I know, me either. I actually I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't either. I was expecting a, like a maybe like a Sauvignon or a, Chard- or a Chardonnay, like an oaky Chardonnay, just based on the look, like that nice yellow, yellowy, like, it looks yuck. It's like a white, white zin. <laughs> you know what I mean? I actually like it. And I don't like sweet wines. I do like it also. Four, five, four and a half, three and a half. I'd buy it. You would? Yeah. What's the standard for buying it? Is that a three or a four? Four? For me, probably a four, yeah. Four. Okay. At least, yeah. Yeah, I'd buy it again. And it was only $14? Yeah. I'd definitely buy it. Oh, yeah. Bring it to a party. Tell them, you guys drink what you have. I'll have this one. (laughs) Here's your gift. You can pour me a glass. Right now. I'm just going to open this right now for you. Yeah. Do you have a glass? Right. It's okay. Do you have a swirly did you straw? Want one? <laughs> did, did you want one? Two swirly straws. <laughs> Those, please. Uh, so, Biff. Let's get to it. It's Pride Month. It's Pride Month. Happy Pride, Biff. Pride. Right. It's Is that um, why you're in that beautiful purple? Um, actually, no. I Hi. wore it today because I wanted my not tan to stand out. You wanted your earrings to match. Oh, I did not want that to happen. You pointed that out, and I'm so glad I did it. Looks though. great. Not that anybody can see no. them. No, I'm, they're they covered. Great. Even if they weren't covered, I'd have to zoom in on them and that wouldn't look pretty. No, I bet you could see the glisten. You think so? Hold on. The purple bounces. Purple bounces. I can say glisten from here. So in honor of Homosexual Pride Month, actually that's inaccurate. <laughs> homosexual, pansexual, all the sexuals, non-sexual. All the sexuals. Everybody. straight sexuals. No, allies are included. <laughs> that's oh, okay. the IA part. Ah, yes, intersex and allies. So, in honor of Pride Month, we went for a gay sex advice column, mm. which, ironically enough, does a lot more than gay sex advice. Also, we have to throw in this is episode sixty nine. It's the funniest fucking the funniest. Point. Like, what is a gay's favorite position? Is this a trick question? You're just supposed to answer it. Reverse cowgirl. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say 69 <laughs> so I could say doggy. <laughs> but reverse cowgirl probably gets the most clicks in porn. So, hey, I wonder if they still call it reverse cowgirl when it's two dudes. How can they not? <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't they just call it a rodeo? <laughs> <laughs> not my circus. Not my rodeo. Not my bull. <laughs> That's all I can think about. I remember the one time I went to a rodeo with my family. I've gone to a rodeo. I was like, wait, are you what? Yeah, I've gone to a rodeo. With and it was family? literally just bulls fucking in the pen, like trying to do <laughs> each other. So that's why it's funny. Oh, and then they split them up and that's why they get angry? I probably. <laughs> Bro, I was just getting it in. Good to me right now. What, you're riding me now? <laughs> <laughs> shit so i'm just gonna get to it <laughs> yes this is from it seems to be a now defunct advice column which is kind of sad because the writing looks really great from metrosource.com ask daddy oh from their lifestyle section so this first one i don't have dates but it's their range from three to four years ago uh, they didn't publish the dates with them ask daddy what does this love affair say about me mm-hmm. right that she was a hoe or he's a hoe. Everybody's a hoe. Two hoes don't make a right. No, sometimes they make babies, though. So. Just a, a little bit of a background on Ask Daddy. That's an advice column for LGBTQ readers with questions relating to sexuality, morality, coming out or navigating relationships. Um, and always remember out. the best advice this gay daddy has for you is that if you have an urgent issue or are in need of regular counseling, seek out a therapist who can offer you individual care in person. Uh-huh. So Kevin is the writer his name's just kevin i don't know if he has more his name is just daddy it's just kevin daddy daddy kevin daddy kevin hi daddy i'm 25 <laughs> sorry <laughs> that just didn't feel right 
<laughs> you said it way too like hi daddy bouncy. it was it bouncy yeah uh, hi daddy <laughs> that doesn't sound right either hi daddy i'm 25 <laughs> and in my first actual relationship i've hooked up with less than a handful of guys before but they've all just been that hookups i met my current partner at a friend's christmas party last year we became drinking buddies then smoking buddies there was quite a bit of sexual tension, but neither of us, quote, wanted a relationship, end quote. After about four months, he told me why. He, in quotes, is genderqueer and prefers she. It's all love. She knew I identified as gay, so she thought I wouldn't want to get involved. But at that point, I was head over heels in love. I told her that it doesn't change anything. I love who she is as a person, and that's true, I do. Just for clarity, I, the assumption here that I'm making is because it, the pronouns weren't very pronounced. They weren't something, a topic of conversation that the writer assumed that the person that they were with identified as he appeared, maybe presented as male, identified as he, mm. but then found out that they're genderqueer and identify as she. Thank you for the film. Sure thing. But at that point, I was head over heels in love. I told her that it doesn't change anything. I love who she is as a person. And that's true. I do. We started dating shortly after that. She still has male parts and she uses them when we have sex. She's not out on the level of genderqueer to anyone except a limited few. So I call her my boyfriend in public, but my girlfriend in private because that's what she wants. If she wanted me to call her my girlfriend in public, I would. But I don't want to force or push her to do something she's not ready to do. I'm not entirely sure how to be in a relationship and I don't want to mess it up. I love her, but I don't want her to think it's only because she still has a penis. How can I show her that it's her I love, not just the sex? Randall. What is gender queer? Uh, gender fluid. You don't subscribe to the gender you were necessarily born with. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm a little bit confused with what this has to do with the relationship dynamic, especially if it wasn't something that was there or discussed in the beginning. So what it boils down to in my head is a lack of communication or a lack of trust on the other person too. So they didn't disclose at first, she didn't disclose at first that she identifies as she, that she was genderqueer, mm -hmm. which I think that, you know, how you want to identify needs to be made known by you mm -hmm. as an individual, right? Right. So if you're not correcting someone, then yeah. And, and it seems like this is an outward thing. So like when we're out in public, I am he. I'm not necessarily out to everyone as genderqueer or she, you know, might not necessarily identify as trans, may not want to undergo gender yeah. reassignment, but identifies as she and that's okay, whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, from what I'm getting from this is there's, there's some underlying insecurity that she feels that he's only with her because she's still because she has a penis and it's about the sex and she and he wants to make wants to reassure her that it's not just about the sex or well that's why i'm or, confused is because he was with her prior to her saying i'm her mm -hmm. so that's why oh, I'm i see what you're saying why that changes the why does dynamic. it change the dynamic i see if anything, I feel like that would like reassure. Unless there's an insecurity on the other person's part, you know, like now that I've come out, now I'm insecure about it, and like they're showing that. Still confused. It's in in theory, I see what you're saying. It shouldn't change the dynamic, right? Like, oh, well, whatever. I mean, we're fine. We're doing great. But once you reveal these things, people's behaviors tend to change. So maybe instead of the writers relation or the writer's actions or tendencies changing this person is acting a certain way because like now i'm expecting this person's dynamic to change with me okay that makes sense does that make yeah that does, yeah that makes sense so that's so how do i reassure this person that like nothing's changing i feel like you already did i think you're doing <laughs> you the right, right thing right like okay i'm still here i didn't run when you said actually you know i identify as this I will call you she behind like, closed doors, right. he behind in front I of people. However, I can support you. I will call you she in public when you want me to call you she in public. I have no shame of you. I love you unconditionally. Mm -hmm. This is actually like, it's almost like a sweet question, I feel like, because it's not alluding to any issues to that. 
you know, to that degree. Right. But like, you can only assume that there's been discussions or, you know, some insecurities that have come up to that level, but it's kind of sweet. Yeah. How do I, how do I support my partner? Which is pretty much what this question should be. I like it. Yeah. But I think that they've been doing it all along. Yeah. I don't know if you have any. I don't, I'm with you. I think, yeah, I'm just curious what the answer is, I guess. I I agree with you. And I also feel like I already loved you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You changing or you coming out or you wanting something doesn't make a difference, which they clearly stated. So Yeah. Yeah, it would be different if it was kind of like your parents coming out to them and them kind of disagreeing. Yeah. You know, like, because what your logic is, is like the logic that a lot of people use to kind of come out. Like, if my parents love me, they're going to accept me for who I am. And then they come out and then it's like, uh oh, that was the wrong way to do it or Mm -hmm. the wrong thing to say, or they don't accept me or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know? So I see what you're saying, but unfortunately, that's not always the reality. No, yeah, no, I... So I think that's what this person is like feeling. It's like, if they're feeling anything, because we don't have any information Well, my confusion was like, I prefer to be referred to as she. And then it's like, well, you only love me because of my penis. That's where I'm kind of confused. Well, it it would help if we had more context from the side of the partner and we don't have that. It, It almost feels like an assumption on both of their parts. Yeah. You know? And you just support them by treating them how they want to be treated. Response? Mm. Hi, Randall. First, let me congratulate you for a couple of reasons. First, you're looking at a person and not just seeing a collection of desirable parts. The second is that you're courageous enough to accept another person as a partner on their terms. Third is that your letter actually answers your question. You show her you love her by loving her and respecting her wishes. At the end of the day, we all exist on a spectrum, whether you're Jason Statham or Troy Sivan. Hi, Jason. Hi, Jason. I love you. <laughs> and when people talk about the Me Too movement, part of the idea has nothing to do with violence or intimidation. It has to do with respecting another person's right to exist and present themselves as they see fit. Back in the day, not so long ago, people like your sweetheart would be living either in a gay ghetto somewhere and interacting only with people who look like them, or they'd be wearing their dreary Banana Republic outfits and be miserable marching in line with the rest of conventional society. People like the pair of you make the world more colorful, more interesting, and more inclusive. Take your time sorting this out, Randall, and know that gender fluidity means just that. Some people will change with the weather. Do be careful about who knows what until you're sure about them and that your partner is comfortable being out with the news. Easy does it. Baby steps. Caution with those you interact with, especially including strangers, and you should both be just fine. Good luck. That answer lost me mostly. It's the me too. (laughs) The me too lost me. Like I get that it may have been relevant at that point, but it wasn't necessary to help respond in responding this question. If you were lost, I definitely was lost. I mean, I wasn't totally lost, but it just, I feel like this writer needed to fill space. But we were right, though. Right. You're already doing it. You're doing you it. You answered your perfectly. own question. Yeah. yeah. What other way is there other than to support them genuinely? Yeah. Reassure them if they need reassurances, if they come to you. Do not lay it on thick because at that point they feel like you're overcompensating mm. or being too like hovering or being too needy. Inauthentic. Or, yeah, that's it. Well, that was too easy. <laughs> Next. Yeah. We're kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, we took a name, Randall. <laughs> the next one is, oh, it has a date, December 13th, 2019. And his name is Kevin Finney. P-H-I-N-N-E-Y. Oh. This is what a gay romantic meltdown looks like. Yes. Isn't this great? Drama, <laughs> finally. If you've never listened to this podcast before, let me show you what a gay romantic meltdown <laughs> looks like. <laughs> Dear Daddy, I don't know where to start. My boyfriend's last lover broke up with him before he moved away for a new job. That was months before Parker, not his real name, met me on the rebound. I walked in on them having phone sex recently. <gasps> I don't know what upsets me most that they were doing it without me knowing or the kind of stuff Alan, the ex, was saying to Parker, which was super degrading and not the kind of stuff I'd say or want to do or thought my boyfriend was into. And I thought our sex life was great. Oh, Pity party. 
When I confronted him later, he said he acted out of pity because Alan's new guy just left him and Parker was caught off guard. He said the stuff between them was over, but still their business and not mine. The boyfriend's response was that it's his and his ex's business yeah. and not the current boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just clear. So you saw my face. Yeah. Okay, great. But he said I could trust him and that it won't happen again. Then the other night I slept over and Parker went to bed early saying he had a big day coming up. After watching some TV, I climbed in. About 3.30 in the morning, I rolled over, no Parker, and a light coming from under the bathroom door. Sure enough, he's spanking it with Alan again. <gasps> I got dressed, and just before I walked out the door, I knocked on the bathroom door real loud. I'm leaving, is all I said. The next day, Parker showed up at my place, and I let him in to apologize again. Instead, he began to rip me apart for every reason you could imagine. He didn't show up when I was sick, was oh, one. Oh, child. I asked you if I could come over three times, I said back, and he's like, someone who really loves you comes anyway, no matter how many times you tell them not to. What? Question mark, question mark. (laughs) He says he loves me, but doesn't know how much more he can take. And his friends and family have warned him that I'm a gold digger because he makes a ton more than I do. Honestly, I don't care about his income and I make my own money. I thought I liked this guy and now I'm not so sure. He tore me to shreds. And in parentheses, it says, it's disgusting that I'm so friendly with waitresses, dry cleaners, bank tellers, etc. Apparently, his mother wants to know if I'm, quote, really that nice. Oh, does mommy think he's too good to be true? Maybe. Mo money, mo problems. The people in his social circle tell him he can do better than me. And it's not like he's from a different class of people. He's just the first one in his family making serious bank. My friends are worried. Parker says he's sick of defending me and believes his friends have a point and he wants to know what I'm going to do to win them over. This was not the conversation I expected. I honestly have no idea what to do or where to turn. What? My friends say they saw it coming, that he treats me like a trophy because he thinks I'm cute or bright, sweet or something. I believed he thought I was special. I liked that he considered me attractive until he saw me turning more heads in a bar than he did. Then he stopped liking it. I should stop writing. I'm already past oversharing. Do you see anything coming for us but the end, Dan? First of all. I love it. Hello, Gaslight for one. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? All of it, first of all? All of it. Starting with, this is our business, not yours. And then, oh, it was a pity sex phone call. And then you did it again. And then went even further to say, the how are you going was, to win me me back? How are you going to win my friends over? Oh, for the love of God. But the defense God. was, you weren't there when I was sick for the second spank bank? Are you serious? <laughs> right, right, right. What? I can't. So what was the, oh, what do you see for us? Do you but, see this Do you see anything day? but the end? Yeah. No. No. Please, for your own sanity. Make it the end. Like, here are your signs. He's battling his own demons. And he doesn't know how to battle them. He's redirecting all of his... He's He's not battling them. He is fully... He is fully... He's embodied them. Yes. (laughs) And trying to make it everybody else's issues but his. Yeah, like he's deflecting. And it's gross. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Oh. I've been in this dude's shoes. I think you Which remember. Ones? The writer's shoes. Okay. I haven't been called a gold digger. I'd love to see someone call me a gold digger. Oh, but no. <laughs> Please do. Let's, right? let's bring the receipts. Let's bring the receipts. <laughs> no, I, I I dated this one guy. We You remember, we referred to him as the rich guy. He wasn't rich, but he had money for sure. Is this the sauce guy? What sauce guy? The mango sauce guy. What mango sauce guy? The one that you got you the really delicious oh, the, oh, sauce guy. The peach sauce. Peach sauce. Okay, that's what. Uh, yes, the peach sauce guy. Okay. Yeah. He lorded money over me and it made me so uncomfortable. I told him, you don't need to do this. You don't need to like buy me gifts. Right, like you I'm don't not a poor to. folk. Right. First of all. Well, yeah. I mean, back then <laughs> I was a little bit of a poor folk, but even still, like I don't need expensive gifts. I don't need you to spend money on me. Like I just need you. And he would be like, well, I want to do this for you. You don't want me to be upset. Oh, and then, girl. and then 
if we got into an argument, it would be like, I spent all this money on you. I can't afford to spend, to waste this money. And I'm like, what? I'm so glad you ran. And so it's kind of like, oh my God, I ran so fast. I gave it another shot too. And then I ran again. Like I should still be burning calories. (laughs) (laughs) The way that I ran, are you kidding me? (laughs) Well, he had that delicious sauce. (laughs) Yeah, but I shared it with you and Shorty. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I'll never forget that chicken thighs. It was so great. But I I remember feeling the way I felt then and using that as my justification to leave. So can you imagine like trying to justify away your justification to leave? Yeah, we always do that. Why? Why are we so hell bent on punishing ourselves for looking for happiness? Because we just think that like we can't get better or there's we won't find someone else aren't we sick of this like i know i am and i'm still i mean i'm in a relationship i have a good job i have a son my health and everything and i'm still like oh but wait when are we gonna stop we're not ever this is why the earth is gonna implode because of the human species amen to that I got no, I just run, please. Yeah. Please and thank you. There is absolutely, it's only going to get worse. You need to, we need to, as a whole, we need to practice listening to our guts, our intuitions. Like we get it, we hear them and we're like, mm. It's like a suggestion. Right. But we ignore it. <laughs> that we we're to, making we to, to ourselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Like, I don't trust me. Fuck this bitch. Yeah. Like, yeah no yeah you're fucking right yeah like i know this isn't right but i'm just gonna like question myself to death and find somebody else to answer to give me a different answer so then i can ignore my answer right when is enough enough we're always we're constantly justifying our way our justifications for our feelings (laughs) and it's the most confusing never-ending circle ever we just but in this case practice practice following our guts and listening to our guts you've always been good at listening to your gut i know you've had some areas where you're just kind of like shit i should have listened to my gut but like you're pretty good at it i think i've had enough practice yeah where i'm like i fucking knew it and then it happened at a really young age because you've always been good at it as far as i'm concerned it did happen at a very young age. I was always been that person like, mm, that guy doesn't feel great. And then it was like a week later, that guy was just arrested for some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like since I'm little. I Thanks. only use my intuition when I know I'm going to be able to prove someone wrong. And that's mm. disgusting. <laughs> or is it? Or is it? Who is my subject? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I proving wrong? <laughs> shit. Yeah, I have nothing else than I don't see anything else but the end. Or just a constant repeat of this. It's toxic. He's toxic. Just save yourself. It's literally not going to be anything but a headache for the rest of your relationship if you stay. I think we're on the same page. Mm. Want to see if um, let's see if Daddy's Daddy on is. the same page. Hey, Daddy. Wow, Dan. <laughs> That's one big tangled bowl of issues. I get that you care about this guy, whatever his real name is, and that you'd like things to go back to when he was courting you and charming you and you were a prize he sought to win. Can we say narcissist? No shit. How did we not say that to begin with? And we didn't address all those other things like the gold digging and everything, but maybe we don't need to. That one didn't jump out for me. What do you mean? I think like, the biggest things were the the dismissal of his feelings, the I did this because of you, mm-hmm. the how are you going to, how are you going to when my ma- friends yeah. him, that's part of the gold digger like, thing. So I guess, yeah, I get, I guess we did. Yeah, I guess that specifically. Yeah. Okay. So we'll screw it and just keep going. But something you did, and I have no idea what, let him know he did win you. And apparently that was game over for him. Some are in it only for the conquest, buddy boy. It's true. How are you going to say that and then call me buddy boy? (laughs) 
I think it was sarcastic. Daddy, we're fighting. <laughs> beg, daddy. Beg, daddy. <laughs> How are you going to win me back? Promises, promises. Promises, promises. Promises, promises. <laughs> and people who don't keep their agreements, in parentheses, like remaining non-sexual with exes, then see how an apology mends things just as effectively as changing their behavior would often stop apologizing altogether. Oh, 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 got it. And people who feel that the best defense is a good offense can attack a nice guy and draw hints that he that he's either a wuss or covering up more real and aggressive intentions, like being a gold digger, by simply trying to appear quote nice, writing on the wall. Either way, you're woke and smelling the coffee. There's been an attempted assassination on your character by so many people, you don't even have a complete list of suspects. Quote, Parker doesn't respect you and doesn't trust you. Parkour. Parkour. (laughs) Why? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You don't trust him. It's already more bad news than you want or need. This is not a movie anyone needs to sit through to know how it will end. And it's not happily ever after. Mm Mm-hmm. Signed, Beg Daddy. Signed, Biffs. <laughs> Biff Daddy. Can we have that shirt too? Biff Daddy? Yeah. Uh, oh, there is nothing incorrect about any of that. Mm. It was a little sarcastic, but it was great. Don't ever call me Buddy Boy in your whole life. <laughs> I just noticed, I don't know if you can still do this, but maybe we should. The end of this article says, got a question? Email yours to askyourdaddy1 at gmail.com. <laughs> Next one? Yes. This one is from September 15th, 2019. This is how you define masculinity. Mm. Let's see where this goes. Please do. Shall we? We shall. Dear daddy. I realize this is something of a rhetorical question, but... What is masculinity anyway? Oh, for fuck's sake. Is there anything about it that's set in stone? I was at a barbecue at my boyfriend's parents' house the other day, and when my boyfriend went inside to help his mom with something, his dad looked up at me from his grill and asked, So which one of you is the man? (laughs) Pops? Is that you? I said no shit, right? (laughs) Oh, he'd be so much more casual about it, like more nonchalant about it, I feel like. His so, would be more like, I take it you're the man. Hey, Ray. And he'd look back at the TV and look back at me. So, no, he'd wait for one of you guys to do something like uber gay. Oh, you think so? And then he'd be like, so I take it you're the man in the room. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah. And then he'd look back at the TV and not even laugh at himself. No, because he was serious. <laughs> I love you, Pops. I really do. I really do. Just thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of my life. <laughs> Literally, for all of my life. <laughs> I have a soft spot for your dad, and I always have. You know what he would say? It what? better stay soft. <laughs> yes. I hope he listens Pops, to this Pops, the one. softer the better. <laughs> He better listen to this one. This better not be where he stops. Like, <laughs> uh, I just sort of looked at him and said, we both are. That's kind of the point. Touche. Right? I keep getting, in parentheses, straight guys mostly, but sometimes gay guys too, asking me if I'm the bottom because I'm the prettier one or the less masculine one. What's up with any of that? I don't really expect you or anyone to answer that, but I'm sure you have an opinion and I'd like to know what you think. Not so mask Mark in Shreveport. Hmm, I like this. Biff, what is masculinity anyway? A hunter gatherer. <laughs> <laughs> the one from Snow White? Or oh sorry, that wasn't masculine. <laughs> um, Such a bitch. <laughs> Aren't that what we taught? Aren't that, Aren't isn't that? Shakespeare, is that you? <laughs> Aren't the hunter gatherer? I fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fucking crying. I'm fuck so you. glad I don't have to pee. I, I would just be peeing so much. Right just now. So much. Oh, for fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. Let's finish this one. 
It's not even the wine. I can't even finish it. It's just us. It's not I'm the so wine. Hot. It's not the wine. It's not the wine. I'm sweating. Oh. So I knew this was going to be a great conversation. I just didn't think it was going to be this good. It, <laughs> we didn't even start it yet, right. Biff. So. Right. That's my point. Did you just watch um, me spill wine on my shirt? No, but I can see. I want to go that take a so sip and realize that I tipped the glass. Your lips. I tipped the glass 40 miles away from my lips. I can't. Yeah. I'm done. We're all done. You've this episode's this. canceled. I'm just suck this wine off I'm my so- shirt. <laughs> Can you stop? Where do I go from here? I think like- we stopped at Hunter Gatherer. <laughs> I don't. I think we have to cut out a good five minutes of laughter because Probably. it just kept rolling. But I have to if, keep some, if you're just if you're if you're confused, <clears throat> we stopped after Hunter Gatherer. <laughs> Uh, I think it's in our nature to want to keep things simplified. Mm-hmm. And so for... I First, can I just say I love that you started that like that? I never thought of that. And I think I know where you're going with it, but I just love that you said that. Good, because I wasn't sure how this was going to come out. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> go on, sorry. Who's a only wolf in sheep's clothing? Only because, well, only because... By nature, I mean, we've discussed this several different times. I'm just, I'm very traditional. I'm very old school. I'm, and a lot of those values I like and I keep and whatever. But a lot of it, I also want to learn more and have a greater understanding. That's way more than the things that I grew up with or that I know or that I think or feel or believe. However... Whether we want to be understanding and learn these things, it's still, I think, just human nature to to simplify things, keep things. This is what we're familiar Comprehensible. with. Comprehensible. This like is what we what can we, understand. Yeah. 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 So if we see a, and correct me, please, if I'm out of PC in, at any time, but like when we see a male and male relationship, I think because it's hard for some people to, you know, understand how a man could be with a man or a woman could be with a woman or like the age old, you know, if you're, if you're both lesbians, why do you use a strap on? Right? Like we don't understand sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's easier for us to like, well, one of them must be more feminine if it's two men in a relationship, Mm -hmm. because I don't understand two men being together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not me personally, but I think that's just kind of for people that think this way or feel this way. You know, I don't understand gays. So one of them must be, you know what I mean? Right. Two lesbians, one of them definitely wears a strap on. I don't know why two I gays. really thought you were going to say two lesbians don't make a right. <laughs> don't know why. I literally <laughs> anticipated you saying that. And that is not accurate. No lesbians make a right. <laughs> Sorry. I hope I didn't distract you from your point. No. I just, you know, people who, like, don't think about things further or don't want to think about things further or don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just their brain goes to, you know, two guys together. One of them has to be more feminine. Right. There's that so duality. Th- right. Right. Because my brain can't process two masculine men being right. together well life is all about having polar opposites and that's where opposite it attracts just, come from right yeah you know if you see two lesbians one of them is butch and one of them is lipstick and one of them wears a strap on so it's you know then i can understand that because right. my brain it's like oh well you know one of them's like a guy right and so it's the same thing with two guys one of them is girly one of yeah. them is feminine so i think that's where that the writer's specific question comes from. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to agree with that. And I love how you put it, actually. I don't think that you said anything that was not... Offensive. Yeah. It's always my fear. I know. I, I, well, even still, like, that's the whole point of us having these conversations too, right? Always, so that we always. can learn from each other. And, and that's why we post those things. Mm. 
you know, so that people see that we're not coming at it from any self-righteous area. We're learning as we're doing this. I mean, it's the whole purpose. Like I, I just have an interest in psychology and you're actually in school for it. Mm. So like, just to know that we're are trying to further our knowledge and our, and kind of our understanding on all respect. levels. Yeah. yeah. But I love that you put it that way because it's true. We do look for avenues for simpler understanding. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I certainly do. And it's not specific to sexuality. Oh, no, you know? yeah, absolutely. I look for it everywhere. I feel like I, I don't know who said it, but we fear the unknown. Oh, absolutely. So what better way? So our brain goes to, okay, what am I familiar with? Right. Man and woman. Yeah. So if I see a gay couple, one's got to be more feminine. Yeah. Even a, a gay child growing up in a conventional home. Like, what am I familiar with? Like, you see your parents together. Yeah. You know? Uh, and, and it's just, it, I love that you put it that way just because of that. Because it is it is just human to kind of fall into a polar end of a, of a, a dual existence, right? Yeah. Life, death, gay, straight, whatever it is. Yeah. like you're accepting that there are two potential destinations or two potential outcomes, et cetera, whatever. So from that respect though, like what would you say, because you're the more traditional one to me, I know what what masculinity means to me. And I know what masculinity means in society, both in the toxic sense. (laughs) Yes. Right? There's definitely... and in the more, you know, sexualized sense. But like to you, if you're looking from the outside, is is masculinity a factor to you when you're looking at two males or in a gay relationship? Do you default to like a masculine feminine? Or are you because you've been around me for so long, I'm actually just curious. But you also know too much. Maybe this isn't a fair question. (laughs) Well, not even specific to you, but in general, I think my brain does go to reading which one may be more masculine or more feminine. Mm -hmm. So for you personally, I've always, I think in in all the relationships that I've been aware of (laughs) that you've had in your life. You've known of all my relationships. Even years later, after they've occurred. Whoa, whoa, fuck buddies is not a relationship. It's not even fuck buddies. Just because I slept with them two or three times doesn't mean it was a relationship. Says you. They were in their own relationship. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. Anyways. Whatever. You specifically, I've always felt, point blank, correct me if I'm wrong again, but you've always been the man in the relationships, in my opinion, in my my perception of Mm -hmm. your relationships. I've always seen you as very masculine and very manly if i can say that oh sure so for you specifically i've i feel like your partners have been even just slightly more feminine but i just always felt your presence for me would be is just very manly oh and masculine maybe is the better word that's interesting because i don't really position myself that way because there are some Sometimes where I'm like sitting down and like if someone was on the outside, they would definitely think I was the chick in the relationship. And I'm way okay with that. See, I don't I I, for nag. even like even I my dad. A even my dad. Or like my baby dad. Mm-hmm. Always assume that quote unquote you're the man in the relationship. But that's also because I have a kid. So that paints a picture, right? That has to have some influence. Probably for Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't think for the rest Matthew, of them. does that matter? Like when, even earlier when I said your Im- impersonation of a straight man was in your baseball cap with a sweatshirt and you said, until I open, open my, my mouth, mouth, like, I don't, I don't agree. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. and I think my friends and family that have, you know, said little things just in general feel the same way. Hmm. That's that, like, interesting. If they met you on the street and didn't know you and like had a conversation with you most of them wouldn't assume that you're a gay man. That See, has been my, my... That's not my experience, which is so interesting oh, that is to so hear. interesting yeah. because literally, I don't think I've had a friend or family member that told me that, like, if I didn't know him and, like, just ran into him and had a little chit-chat, 
would have never assumed he was gay. Interesting. Perception yeah. is so weird. So weird. Masculinity to me has always been toxic in my mind. Mm. And that's because of that machismo in yeah. Hispanic and Latino culture. And it's always been like, I can pinch your ass. I can sexualize you. I can. You're like my property. Yeah. And as I grew up, to me, like, and I, I just remember, this is so weird. And you're going to, you're going to think I'm a weirdo. I remember hearing like on. I already do. You do. On Jamma 94.5. <laughs> Great. And I remember hearing this girl going like, I, I, she had to have been a caller because no way was she part of the show. <laughs> but she was like, a man to me takes care of his shit. He takes care of his partner, or well, she said woman. He takes care of his woman, he takes care of his kids. He prioritizes his family and then he can then he has fun and kind of like priorities make the man. Yeah. And she said something to the effect of priorities also make the woman. She's like, that's what a man is. That's what masculinity is. Like it's somebody she's like, I don't care if he cries, he needs to cry, let him cry. That was the other thing that like, I think that's why I remember it. Mm. I was so young when I heard yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're not in the Boston area, Jamma 94.5 is a radio station. If it didn't sound like one, then you don't listen to the radio. Rap. Yes. And this was back in like the Ramiro Pebbles and, and Melissa days, you know? So they, and it, I just remember that, that kind of stuck out on me. I think I was actually driving to school. And, high, high school? Yes. <laughs> but... It just kind of resonated with me. Like a man isn't a man because he likes sports or because like, that's not masculinity. Masculinity is maybe a way that you carry yourself. It's your demeanor, right? If we, if we take away the stereotypes, the baseball, the football, the, um, what was my nagging wife, the beer, the scratching himself, all that shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Or the, you know, I'm better than you gay boy type of bullshit. Yeah. Gym bullshit. Like, masculinity comes down to somebody who's got the traits of a quote Leader. unquote man a leads his family is the breadwinner provider. yep is protector. the provider protects his family his wife his children he doesn't listen ever. he doesn't clean ever doesn't clean that's my wife my wife does that my wife takes care of that she takes care of the kids schooling and make sure the they bills. have clothes i pay the bills she goes shopping she but i make sure care. they have right. the clothes right. you know like that's masculinity right yes that's like society's definition yes if we move away from the more i mean it's all stereotype at the end of the day but for sure yeah that's what it is yeah you know a man is a stereotype right but that it's it is it's not that to me and maybe we're we're venturing to something different, right? Man versus a masculine man, right? Like mm -hmm. a man is yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. who takes care of his shit. Yeah. Prioritizes the thing. Maybe that's, you know, more ethical rather than more personal. You know, like I gotta go meet my boys at the bar versus my kids got a dance recital. So to me, a man puts the dance recital first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I you know, have to make sure that my child support's paid in, but if I don't go to work today and call it sick, I don't get paid. Well, my kid needs food, so I'm going to work. That's right. a man. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So masculinity to me is a social construct. It's a concept. And yeah. and if it, that's a thing, if it exists in that way, it's not it's it's not a determinant for your position in a family. How about the super masculine stay-at-home dad? See, that's a hard it's a hard concept for you, right? That's a hard pill. But if you had a man and you were bringing in the dough, would that make you masculine in your relationship? You know, you, that's really interesting because I was watching, um, what's her name? The girl from the hills, Lauren something. The super Conrad? Blonde. Yeah, Lauren? Lauren, I don't know. So her husband is or was a very professional athlete and he retired. So... This girl, she eventually started like her own business and this type of thing. So it just, their dynamic. So she, they have like three kids, two or three kids. And she, oh, she stayed at home with them. Mm -hmm. And then after he retired, 
she like started her own business and kind of transitioned like their dynamic. He started being home because he was retired. And then she started being the one that was on the go managing her business and generating an income and this type of thing. And as I was watching them, I didn't feel surprisingly for myself, I didn't feel like he, you know, him now as the stay at home parent, Mm -hmm. I still didn't view him less masculine, I guess. Mm -hmm. Did you view her more masculine? Not really. Which I was shocked with myself just because I know my, you know, my own right core beliefs right. with these things. These well, they don't sound so and, core anymore, but. Well, right. And that's yeah. why when you had said what you'd said, I was like, actually, surprisingly enough, you know, watching especially that, like she went from the stay at home mom to, I can't call her the breadwinner because I don't know their income their dynamic, dynamic yeah. but he was a stay-at-home parent and she went out working right which normally i used to see that as like your boyfriend is like the stay-at-home mom it's like <laughs> you know what i mean i'd kill to be the stay-at-home parent barefoot and pregnant yeah <laughs> you know? i would i would get pregnant I, if i couldn't get pregnant i mean i can't get pregnant <laughs> But if I couldn't, I would get a uterus. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I've always been super grateful to be the barefoot stay at home. I didn't, I didn't inseminate <laughs> myself. That'd be a beautiful baby. <laughs> <laughs> so the question? <laughs> right, Do you remember right. the question? I don't. Other oh, than yes. what, is, what masculinity? is masculinity? Yeah. You know, I think you nailed it when you said that it's a fucking concept. It's a concept. It's, it's for social. whatever you think it is. Yeah. And for me, the I answer think it's is it's kind of the different point. Different than what you think it is. Or, yeah. It, like responding to the dad and saying we both are, that's the point, is brilliant. I hope you said that it was brilliant. Thinking. That really was br- brilliant. Yeah. Like, hello. But then I hope you said, I had your son bent over the sink this morning. <laughs> if that answers your question. And then, like, give him 30 <laughs> seconds to absorb that and right. be really disgusted and be like, and then we turned around and he had me bent over the sink. Right, right. I really love what that. better way. Right. Right. Just don't say that to my dad. Um, pops. Actually, please soft, do. Cause soft too. pops. <laughs> Ray doesn't have sex. I don't have sex, pops. I'm celibate. <laughs> Hi, Mark. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I have no certainty what constitutes masculinity in a hard and fast way. No pun intended. (laughs) Hi there. But we can talk about the concept broadly. And by the way, your response to your boyfriend's dad was absolutely spot on. Homosexuals bond because they want to be with someone of the same sex, not because they want to be with a feminized or more butch version of themselves. Mask or mask with a K. As you've discovered, there are things one should or shouldn't do in society that telegraph your identity. Some of these might be things you didn't notice about yourself that someone else picks up on, like your walk, your voice, or your mannerisms. Others, like the way you dress, how you cut your hair, even music you listen to, are tells to nosy people that you might be in more in society's margins than mainstream. But I've been seeing this for a very long time. There's no reason whatsoever that straight men should have unlocked on what it means to be masculine. I believe the most masculine trait of them all is to be true to your own version of yourself. And if you think about people like Ezra Miller and Billy Porter and Sam Smith, you know they're helping to expand the notions of what it means to be a man and what it means to be masculine in Western society. You do you. We may not live in a reality where tuxedo dresses and men in heels don't generate headlines around the globe, but we do live in a world now where people who want to do those things can do them without ruining their careers. They don't have to think, quote, I wish I could, end quote. They do it. That's where you are. You call the shots as to what you consider masculine. If this means dockers and a button down from Banana Republic, then so be it. But if it means a leather harness or something more frilly and beautiful, the world's expanding in that direction as well. I'd say choose your surroundings in a term of safety. Assess the situation and every moment you get the opportunity, you turn it up as loud, sharp, and bright as you want. You do not owe people their comfort in conformity and they don't owe you approval of your choices. That's the beauty of America, at least for the moment. Last year, Corey Chambercioli Chambercioli mm-hmm. made a very incisive and funny film short about this topic, by the way. That's it. Perfect. Perfect. I don't know 
where we landed on that but i know <laughs> i think i think at the end of the day is like masculinity is what you make to, of it yeah it is your interpretation it, it's so social you know and i love that he that kevin the daddy was like what it means to be masculine or to be a man like separated them because um, they're not synonymous in my opinion you know i know in the more traditional sense they are in stereotypical line. yeah yeah and yeah we're both the man and we're both men i didn't love that like and, that's the point hello we broke that kitchen sink yes sir i think that's it we have nothing more today Beth. that was good but perfect for happy pride call him daddy call, call him her daddy. daddy i know we said last week call that we'd everyone be, daddy yes <laughs> call everyone daddy uh it, i know just don't last, call my daddy call him pops <laughs> Thank you. And that's all we have for you this week. Mm -hmm. I know we said last week that we would be, we would have Rachel on this week, but you know. Shit happens. Shit happens. Um, And we were wrong. So. (laughs) Plus we gave you shorty. Yeah. So that's just as good. Send us your questions, your comments, and all your concerns to ill-advisedpodcast. And your alcohols. And your alcohols. Ill-advisedpodcast at gmail.com. Or catch up on your episodes or our episodes, not yours, ours, on illadvisethepodcast.com. <laughs> and find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at illadvisedthepodcast. You guys are fantastic. We love everything about you. Pull out that summer wardrobe. And peg him. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Been ill-advised.